the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Thanks for listening to the Town Hall Review with Hugh Hewitt podcast, bringing to you the best voices on the stories and issues that matter. Helping make it all possible is the generous partnership with the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy. Here's another piece I'll trust you enjoy. Diving into the catastrophe that is the Biden presidency. And over the weekend, we were reminded just how bad things have gotten under Joe Biden. It's bad. It's beyond bad. Here he is in Warsaw, Poland over the weekend. Here's what Biden said on Saturday. A dictator bent on rebuilding an empire will never erase a people's love for liberty. Brutality will never grind down their will to be free. Ukraine will never be a victory for Russia. For free people refused to live in a world of hopelessness and darkness. We will have a different future, a brighter future, rooted in democracy and principle, hope and light, of decency and dignity, of freedom and possibilities. For God's sake, this man cannot remain in power. God bless you all, and may God defend our freedom, and may God protect our troops. Uh, excuse me? For God's sake, this man cannot remain in power? Uh-oh. They didn't know what to make of that. Dana Bash over at CNN was wondering aloud, maybe he didn't mean what he said. Hello, I'm Dana Bash in Washington, where the State of Our Union is, wondering if President Biden meant what he said. You're watching a special two-hour edition of State of the Union. Did he mean what he said? I mean, and then, then the walk back, the furious walk back. They're calling it the worldwide walk back. Um, yesterday's Warsaw Address, writes uh, Axios yesterday, was billed as one of the signature speeches of Biden's term um, until he ad-libbed, literally, for God's sake, this man cannot remain in power. Wait, what? The U.S. wants to take out Putin? Is it calling for regime change? Well, officials in the White House scrambled. They walked it back. They said, no, he didn't mean that. We got a disaster in the White House. There's no way around this. Look at what happened in his visit overseas this week. First, he said, we'll react to a chemical attack with a chemical attack of our own. And they had to walk that back. Whoops, no, he didn't mean that. No, 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 that's not what he meant. He said it, but he didn't mean it. Then he said, we'll send U.S. forces into Ukraine. No, 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 no. He didn't mean that. No, no, no. He did not. Ignore him. That's not what Mr. Biden meant. The president didn't mean to say that, said nervous White House officials. And then this disaster, Putin must be removed from power. It wasn't on the speech. He didn't mean it. He shouldn't have said it. He did it again. As the New York Post editorial board points out, Biden made the biggest mistake yet of his European trip Saturday, 
ad-libbing the line, for God's sake, this man cannot remain in power, the White House rapidly walked back his call for Putin's removal, but the damage is done. The Post points out, while Biden's age and general cluelessness are part of the problem, the real issue is that nothing he says ever means much. He spent most of his public life managing never to be held to a promise, threat, or expressed intention. His vow to cure cancer comes to mind for me. Remember that doozy? He likes repeating that. He's going to cure cancer. It's what he does. It's who he is. He's an empty suit who makes false promises and tries to write checks that his bank can't cash. That's Joe Biden. He's a joke. And he's a, he's a worldwide embarrassment. The fact is, Joe Biden is not the first president to go off script, but he is the first to do so on a routine basis. He does this all the time. And of course, the media, the press, is happy to play mop-up. Did you see what some of these clowns on the right supposedly were saying after the speech? It was a tear-down-this-wall moment, crowed Jim Jen Rubin from the Washington Post. Rick Wilson, all these Trump haters who now are enamored with Biden and the Democrats because of their Trump poison in their brains, they were all crowing about what a wonderful moment it was until they realized, oops, no, it's a giant walk back, and he shouldn't have said it. But as the New York Post points out, the problem here really isn't his confusion, and yeah, he's plenty confused, but it's his fundamental insincerity. As senator and vice president, Joe Biden got away with saying whatever felt effective in the moment. Whether it was promising orderly Supreme Court confirmation hearings, vowing to pass a given bill, or committing to not letting his own family merchandise his role as vice president. But he was time and again just telling his audience what he thought it wanted to hear. So he could move on to his next round of pitching bull. Now, when he was a senator or vice president, he got away with it. The president of the United States, however, is the most powerful guy on the planet. His words matter. The job is a terrible fit for a career con man. And that's what Joe Biden is. He's a con man. He's been conning people his whole life. You know, Jesse Kelly is a talk show host, a radio host, who put a tweet out that I thought resonated. He writes, I say this from the bottom of my heart, and by saying it, I fully understand what it means, if it were to happen, it's time for President Kamala Harris. We're not talking about funny Internet moments we all can laugh at anymore. There are millions of lives at stake here. It's time. Now, you know, you hear that and you think, oh, come on. Kamala Harris, we're going from the frying pan into the fire. On the other hand, would she make these kinds of mistakes? I don't know. I understand his point because this isn't this isn't uh, you know uh, dodgeball on the playground. There are millions of lives at stake here, and this is a big, big deal. 
Biden went 0 for 3, blundering and gaffing his way through his trip to Europe. Mistake after mistake. We know the corrupt media isn't going to hold him accountable. If Trump said things like this, they'd crucify him. It's Joe Biden. We're in big trouble. And everybody knows it. Nobody's going to give a speech that the world is scrutinizing and go off script and say, and Putin's got to be removed from power. Now, she's, she's, a, she's a dummy, but she ain't that bad. Listen, I don't like our choices. Trust me. And this is, of course, the price we're all paying for any dummy who pulled the lever, the lever for this inept, incompetent, insufferable old man on, 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 in November of 2020. We're paying a heavy price. And the world could see what price we're going to pay. What, a, what do you think Putin thinks of Biden promising that Putin's going to be taken out? How do you think, you think Putin's going to go easier now on the Ukrainian people? This is, this is the disaster that is the Biden presidency. There's no way around it. There's even a dispute about whether Biden actually ad-libbed it or not. You know, if you look at the White House transcript of, of his speech, the phrase that he used is in that transcript. Now, I don't know if that means that they added it after the fact. I mean, it's been sort of assumed that it was not on script, that he ad-libbed it. Just the fact that they can but they walked it all, they all walked it back. There was a major walk back. The White House quickly claimed that Biden was referring to Putin exercising power outside of Russia. The Secretary of State affirmed that the U.S. has no plans for regime change. How would you know? The guy's a catastrophe. We have, we have got a president in the Oval Office that is a thousand times more volatile and dangerous than his predecessor, because Trump wouldn't be making mistakes like this. He might send out a mean tweet to Rosie O'Donnell, but and we don't have that anymore, so I'll bet you can sleep better at night. I'll bet the people of Ukraine are glad that Twitter took away Donald Trump's account. I'll bet you they're really thinking about the election process and how we upended the election of November of 2020 and saw Biden... Mr. Uh, you know, Grandpa Joe out of his Wilmington, Delaware basis with the most votes any president in the history of America ever got. Yeah, right. Right. The White House is continuing to try to walk back Biden's blunder over the weekend. And the best assessment of this came from Liz Peake over at FoxNews.com, where she asserts that Joe Biden is a danger to the United States. You know, for all of the hysterics about Donald Trump and the the melodrama that and the, and the rage that people got because they don't like the guy, didn't vote for him, hated the way he governed. Let's face it, we are now looking at a legitimate threat to the safety of millions of fellow Americans. Here's how Liz Peake puts it. As I write this, she said, Vladimir Putin's propagandists are spinning out videos of President Biden calling for regime change in Russia. They don't even need to doctor the films. When Biden said in Poland, For God's sake, this man cannot 
remain power. He handed Putin an excuse to escalate the war in Ukraine. And, oh, incidentally, that's exactly what's happening as I speak. Mariupol is now seeing intense shelling, even worse than before, as Putin's army continues to try to obliterate cities in Ukraine. Joe Biden's words sounded like a threat, and that is exactly how Russians hear it. Liz Peake writes, what difference does it make? Putin has lied to his countrymen, telling them his special military operation is aimed at the demilitarization and denazification of his Western neighbor, and that he is protecting the motherland from the West. That's his argument, right? He's protecting his country from the West. Well, Joe Biden just made his case. Liz Peake points out there are two potential ramifications of Biden's comment. The first is that Biden dealt a serious blow to Putin's opponents in Russia. It is hard to argue that your leader is lying about the West's aggressive intentions when the president of the United States backs him up. The second and more dangerous outcome is this. If Putin uses Biden's words to justify the use of even more deadly force in Ukraine, like chemical or, God forbid, nuclear weapons... That will be on Russia's strongmen, certainly, but also on Joe Biden. If Putin takes such a step, Americans will insist the U.S. respond, potentially bringing us into direct conflict with Russia. It could happen. Early in the war, Vladimir Putin warned, quote, whoever tries to impede us, let alone create threats for our country and its people, must know that the Russian response will be immediate and lead to the consequences you have never, ever seen in history. Liz Peake points out in this great column that you need to read, we'll post it at MikeOnline.com, Joe Biden has single-handedly raised the stakes and made the world a more dangerous place. As horrifying as these verbal mistakes are, they pale when compared to Biden's bungling of the Ukraine war. The truth is, Joe Biden and his foreign policy team had no plan. They have been reactive from the start, allowing other European countries to take the lead on sanctions and arms shipments, scared to rock the boat or to make any decisive move that might intimidate Vladimir Putin. I mean, we lag behind England. They just confiscated two jets belonging to Russian oligarchs. What has the United States seized? Answer, nothing. Biden fans are ecstatic that he traveled to Poland and delivered an inspirational talk. Jennifer Rubin, Washington Post columnist, tweeted in real time, Biden makes a speech akin to those at the Brandenburg Gate by JFK and Reagan. His delivery is quite strong, she crowed. This is how low the bar is now set. If Biden can read a speech without bizarre whispering or stumbles galore, that's considered success to the pathetic Jen Rubens of the world. Never mind that the speech in question contributed nothing new, no proposals that could end the invasion, much less win the war. Instead... Biden repeated his assurance. 
we stand with Ukraine. What does that mean? Does it, give, does it keep women and children from being slaughtered? Does it give them food to eat? Biden repeats endlessly our sacred commitment to NATO and promises to defend every square foot of NATO territory. If I were Ukrainian, she says, I would wonder, why would the United States, the strongest country in the world and home to the greatest military, protect Poles from being murdered by a tyrant, but not me? It's a fair question. It's a good question. And it's one that will haunt our country for decades to come. The November election is going to haunt our country for decades to come. This disaster of a president will haunt our country for years to come. Joe Biden is becoming, in real time, the single worst president we have ever seen in our lifetime. His poll numbers now are the lowest they've ever been. He's well below 40%. His, his mishandling of the Russia crisis, the economy the border, everything, everything has contributed to one of the most unpopular presidents we've ever seen. I mean, he's starting to make Jimmy Carter look good. So if Republicans don't win up and down the ballot in November, do you not think for one moment that there's going to be widespread cynicism and skepticism about the validity of of that election? Oh, boy. Because it would not even fit. There's no way Democrats have a snowball's chance in hell of winning in November. If they do, well, you know where that's going to lead. You think there was a pushback and millions and millions of Americans doubted the integrity of the November 2020 election? If, if we don't win big in November of 2022, the doubts that people had about 2020 will look like a little cakewalk, walk in the park. Listen to Chuck Todd over at Meet the Press. By a fairly large 71 to 28 percent margin, Americans say they do not have a lot of confidence in President Biden's ability to respond to this war. 57 percent say we are already at war with Russia or will be within a year, a very pessimistic view, 34% disagree. What's more, 68% would prefer Mr. Biden make the economy his top priority, compared with just 29% who want him to focus on ending this war. Overall, President Biden's job approval stands at just 40%, with 55% disapproving. This is his worst showing yet in our poll since he became president. You know, Republicans have have floated the the I word about Biden impeachment. Um, if you're going to try to remove Trump from office because of a phone call with the president of Ukraine, what do you do with the president who blunders and apparently inadvertently and falsely claimed that that Putin needs to be removed from power with all the consequences that come from that? If, if they can impeach Trump for what he did, it's certainly got to be time for Biden's impeachment, is it not? And that's why November 8th is all the more important, isn't it? Thanks for listening to the Town Hall Review. Our program is coming today in partnership with the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy. It's America's most unique graduate leadership programs offered on Pepperdine's breathtaking campus in Malibu, California. Learn more at publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu. 
If you're enjoying the podcast, please tell a friend to go to Town Hall Review and sign up as well today. This is Hugh Hewitt for townhall.com. On November 12, 1940, Winston Churchill gave a eulogy for his predecessor, Prime Minister Neville Chamberlain. It fell to Neville Chamberlain, Churchill said, in one of the supreme crises of the world to be contradicted by events, to be disappointed in his hopes, and to be deceived and cheated by a wicked man. The lessons from the 1930s, relevant to us today, are that it's impossible to rely on the words of tyrants. Hitler was a tyrant, Stalin a tyrant, President Xi Jinping of China a tyrant, Vladimir Putin an evil tyrant, Iran's Ayatollah Khomeini another evil tyrant, who's acquired a record of mayhem and hatred, just another tyrant. The President Biden won't let the facts about Xi, Putin, Khamenei stand in the way of a new deal with Iran. This looming nuclear deal with Iran is mind-boggling, said Mitch McConnell on my show. Indeed, Xi, Putin, and Khamenei are wicked men. We should not allow ourselves to be deceived by them today. Appeasement did not work for Chamberlain. It will not work for Biden. I'm Hugh Hewitt. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.